Welcome to Things I Learned From My Mama. This is a podcast about all things mama related, from bad mamas, sad mamas, mad mamas, glad mamas. Anything and everything mama related. My name is To. My name is T, and we are the hosts for this podcast. So I have been listening to um, a podcast called The Saddest Podcast, and it's basically three adults that just talk about things that they love about Disneyland and it's made me really I like nostalgic for like the theme park experience because I've been really itching to go to um, a Disneyland theme park and I'm like waiting for the perfect time to go Obviously, right now, it's not, like, the best time to go, considering it's COVID, and it would just be irresponsible, but they were talking about some experiences on the podcast that I was just thinking, wow, my sisters and I have never had those experiences because we lit, we, our mentality of, or our, our game plan of going to a theme park was very different. Right, like they were talking about favorite snacks and just like favorite things to do. Well, I've only gotten us a couple episodes far, um, far into the podcast, but we were talking about snacks and how they would just go get snacks and like relax and stuff. And it just made me think, wow, when my sisters and I go, and I also, re- I've realized this over the past year because I within the past like year or two I've also gone with other friends and I was recognizing how intense I am going to a theme park and I uh, realized that my sisters and I we kind of share the same ideas about going to a theme park especially one one like Disneyland um or that's like really really themed and we're just really I don't want to say thrifty, but, like, we want to make sure we get every bang for our buck. Like, when we've gone, we will literally try to go for, like, the max number of hours available. And I think it's also important to say that we're not pass holders or anything. Like, we don't have annual passports. Like, we don't go... I will can't say we don't go a lot because I think in comparison to other people, we've gone more than some people would have ever imagined they'd go in their entire lifetime. But we're, we're currently not pass holders and we don't live very, very close to a park where it's like, oh, after school, I'm just going to drive 20 minutes to this park and go. Um, but anyway, like whenever we've gone, even when we were like pass holders with when my parents bought us, our parents bought us pass holders, passports, 
whenever we went, it was like this huge, it was like this thing we had to like mentally and like physically prepare for because my mom had this mentality of like, I'm spending all this money for this experience. We better get every dollar's worth. Um, but also on a budget. So for example, like when we went to Disneyland when we were young, I remember we'd get there early or, you know, we tried to get there as early as a mom with three toddlers could get her kid into a car. But I remember we'd get there early. We'd stay all the way to when the fireworks started. We'd always leave right around the fireworks. And that's, you know, 9.30 at night. So we're there for like 12 hours. And I always remember the entire day is just going to ride after ride after ride. Like there was never like, oh, let's just relax and like just walk around or go shop. Like we never went shopping. Like we never bought food inside the park. We never bought drink. Like the only time we ever bought a food was if it was like a hot day and our parents wanted to treat us to like ice cream sandwiches. Like the ice cream sandwich from the sandwich cart, not even from like the actual ice cream store shop on Main Street. And that would be like our one purchase at the park for the day. We never got souvenirs. We never got the popcorn buckets. We never got any like gears or Mickey ears or anything like that. Where I feel like whenever I go now, that's the first purchase like everyone makes is like a food item or souvenir like Mickey ears or some type of um, paraphernalia. That's what they call it, right? Like a sweatshirt or something like that. Like we never made any of those purchases. And like to this day, the only reason why I got Mickey ears... I think it was because like my friend who was a pass holder was like, you should just get him. And I'm like, okay, at 20, like, like 23, two, I think it was like 22 at the time. I finally got my first pair of Mickey ears having gone for like the past 14 years or something like that. Um, which is, I thought it was just very normal. But then when I see how other people experience theme parks, and not just like Disneyland or like any of the Disney parks, just like any park in general, I'm like, well, we're really intense when we do like excursions like that. Like even if it's like the zoo or something, or if it was, or like a not like a, well, we never went to a roller coaster park, Mm -hmm. but like something like that. It'd be this like whole you had to fill the entire day with like something quote productive like going on a ride going watching a show that you didn't have to pay extra for um i realized that we always maximized our time and efficiency um and so i just thought we would talk about that like little ha- not i wouldn't say hacks but like how we learned to really maximize our experiences and how now we're like, wait, we don't, how it kind of like came out of detriment to us now in our adulthood when we try to enjoy those like theme park experiences. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we kind of covered this in another episode, kind of. I think the episode was more about... um, generally being frugal but we did talk about Mm -hmm. very briefly about our theme park experience but 
we wanted to make a separate episode on theme parks because it is a pretty quintessential experience. Mm. And hopefully, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like half and half. I, If there are families out there that would like to go but are, are on an extreme budget, this might help. But then we also want to emphasize for people who have the means, it's okay to enjoy yourself too. Yeah. So... I guess one of the biggest things that I think we talked about this in the last episode on frugality, but theme parks were one of the only treats that we got as children. I wouldn't say treats like vacations. Vacations. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Because we were not, I, I would by no means say that we were destitute. We were pretty comfortably situated relative to our parents income Mm. like Like we didn't we did not have a pretty even like i wouldn't even say we were like middling in terms of income Mm. Mm -mm. but we did i think if people stood on the outside and looked in it would appear that way and a big reason for that was because our mom was an extreme budgeter. Yeah. In the sense that, and we covered this in the other episode, we didn't go to movies, we Mm-mm. didn't go shopping at malls, or if we did, it was very rare and it was always clearance sales. Mm-hmm. So like $5 a t-shirt, right? Um, we didn't really do any activities that required money. So most of the things that we did as children were riding around the neighborhood on our bikes that we got from garage sales or um if we had toys or like video games we got video games from our cousins who are way older than us and passed down their like playstation 1 and nintendo 64 so we didn't pay for those right yeah or cd roms that we got for 25 cents from a garage sale or stuffed teddy bears that we also got for 25 cents at a garage sale so most of the activities that we did as a kid were extremely budgeted and not that we noticed or cared. Yeah. I think when we got a little bit older, we understood, but it never bothered us. Yeah. But again, the one thing that we splurged on was not movies, was not going to, I don't know, what, what do kids, I don't know what kids do. We didn't go to concerts, movies, any of that stuff. We went to a Disney theme park mm-hmm. as our big treat. Mm-hmm. Like all of the money that we saved that didn't go to mortgage, that didn't go to like car payments or any of that stuff went to what Disney calls passports, annual passports. Which I also want to mention that like when our parents bought these, this was at a time where it is nowhere as like inflated mm-hmm. as prices are as of today, like 2020. Even I think mom and dad finally stopped getting passports when we were around like fifth sixth grade just because at that point it just didn't make any more economical sense Mm -hmm. for our family and we had gone enough times that our mom felt like we had gotten the experience and the memories yeah and didn't feel yeah basically and for people who don't know like a pass i think they're called pass holders but now they are. They were the, called passports. They, before they were called passports, is that you would pay like a large 
a amount of money. Like mm-hmm. let's say, let's use like today's prices. I think like a I think like a SoCal pass holder is like seven hundred for like a calendar year. Yeah. Um, and that means you can go in and out as, or you can go to the park. Like, in and out as you please, right? Like, you have, like, tentatively 365 days. Well, yeah, 365 days of just free. I I don't want to say free because obviously you paid, like, the 700 But, like, of just in and out access of, like, these privileges to just go in and out. And whereas if you bought, like, a one-day ticket now, it's, like, $110 or $115 for one day. So, like... If you like going to the parks and if you live nearby, it just makes more economical sense to just get the pass holder or passport if you're going more often and you live nearby. So that's what we had gotten when we... That's what my parents had gotten when we were younger or our parents had gotten when we were younger. They would buy each of us a passport, my parents included, for $365, like unlimited access. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I think by then we were going, yeah. And now it's different. Like now there's different levels of passports and the lower the tier, the more days you're blocked off from going. So that's what, like when that started rolling around, that's when my parents were like, it's just not worth it because the only days that we're quote allowed to go on our passport is during school time or like business days and we don't live close enough that we can just go like it's a whole day thing if we go like we have to commute there Mm -hmm. and then commute back um and so that's just to explain what like passports are well just a little more in depth like if you have a local theme park so um, I don't know. There are some theme parks in other states that do this, but... Or why don't we just use the, our local zoo, for example? Yeah, well, they don't have blockout dates, though. So so just to, like, make folks understand, because if you try to look this up now, you're not going to understand, like, the pricing and all the stuff when our parents bought the passports, because it's way different now. Like, we've seen so many changes. Inflation is ridiculous, and Disney is, like, a huge monopoly that tries to get money wherever they can but back then it was pretty straightforward i think when i talked to mom she said it was 60 dollars a passport and again like that's accounting for inflation that wasn't necessarily cheap then that and i want to say like it was 60 dollars like 20 years ago yeah that's a (laughs) that's a lot like when we were toddlers like children i'm not talking about five years ago 10 years ago like this this was 20 years ago Yeah. yeah so it was 60, and obviously, like, the old, every year, I'm pretty sure they, like, they, raised it a little mm-hmm. bit, but I think when we first started, it was $60 a person, as long as, like, if you were three and up, if you were three, or uh, under three, you could go in for free, and that's still a thing. Um, no blockout dates, no restrictions whatsoever. Now, there's, I think, like, five different tiers, Um and the most expensive tier is like I think over a thousand dollars a year. You can pay, pay in monthly installments, and that is full access to the parks. Plus, you get special benefits, like right? Just park discounts yeah, and park like park discounts and parking and yeah, all free that parking. Stuff. 
So you get to go in 365 days a year, no blockouts. And the cheaper the passport gets, the more blockout dates you get. So if you get the cheapest one, which I think is called the SoCal one, it's, I think, 30 or $40 a month. Mm-hmm. And you basically don't get to go if you are in school or work because the only days that are open are the school year and they block out the dates that are holidays. So the days that you get off for work or school, you, you are not allowed to go with that pass. Um, so it's like vastly different from when we were children and bought the passes and could go anytime we want, didn't have to worry about blockout dates. But then obviously when we got a little bit older, they started introducing more tiers. I think by the time we stopped buying, they had, they were up to three tiers and we just decided, okay, we're going to not do it anymore. And we were old enough at that point to understand and we were not like whiny about it and we... Like, we got we, it. Yeah, like, we understood. And we had enough experiences that we were pleased. Like, we were very grateful to even have had those experiences because we knew that we were even lucky to go in the first place, considering our financial circumstances. That being said, like, that was already the first hurdle of buying the passports. And then um, because of our financial circumstances, when we made a big financial decision like that, we wanted to maximize on our experience. So like you said we would try to go on almost every single ride. Mm -hmm. Um, So from the moment we got in the park to basically the moment we left the park, we were going on ride on ride on ride on ride. And I'm not talking about we would go on a ride and we would take 10 minutes off. No, we would like basically just go straight from ride A to ride B to ride C to ride C, have a short break for lunch or even like eat lunch in line sometimes. Not very often. We no, just, we usually sat down. We usually sat for lunch, and then we would go straight back to lines. Um, which was, I think it taught us... Maximum efficiency. Yeah, maximum efficiency, maximizing stuff, which makes sense, because our mom, you know, put a lot of money into that. Well, also... We didn't live close enough to where we could be like, oh, yeah, we'll just go to, like, we'll just go to the theme park today. Like, Like it wasn't a thing where we went a few days a week and we're like, we can take it easy. We'll do five days or five rides today because we know that we can come back, like, Like tomorrow tomorrow or, like, next week. Ours was, like... It's, like, a couple hours drive. Yeah, and so we planned to be there for, like, the whole day and we knew we wouldn't be there for, like, at least another month. Yeah. Um... And so, you know, we, my mom really wanted to make sure that, like, we were really, really, like, making the most out of it. Um, But, and then at the same time, like, not, you know, spending a lot of money because, let's be real, at any part, any theme park you go, the food or, like, everything inside is way overpriced. Because they just want to make the money. Like, that's just how... Mm-hmm. It is, and that's just how it works. Like, I can't imagine going to any park and be like, no, it's going to be reasonably priced where we just about break even. Like, that's just not going to happen. And it makes sense, you know. But anyway, like, we, um, and, like, we go, like, I think almost, I think all the Disney theme parks allow you to bring your own food and beverages, yeah. excluding alcoholic beverages, um, but like we would, we all, we would always pack like a cooler 
of food that yeah. we made at home to prepare for the trip. Like, whether it was sandwiches or, like, fried rice. Um, and to this day, like, when we go, we still will bring, like, a whole backpack, like, filled mm-hmm. with um, usually snacks. Yeah. Like, now we'll indulge and, like, buy a meal. Um, but there are even days where we're like, no, we're just going to try to, like, pack meals so that we don't have to eat inside there. Because, honestly, I feel like most of the time, the f- unless you're really fine dining or willing to spend the extra money, the food inside is, like, not... Mm-hmm. It doesn't blow my mind. I mean, obviously, I haven't... Well, I, I can't say obviously because you as listeners don't know, but, like, we've never really said, oh, let's, like, actually go to a real, real restaurant, not, like, a fast grab-and-go place. Mm-hmm. Like, we never were like, hey, let's make reservations at this restaurant and sit down and enjoy, like, a, a three-course meal. Um, so I don't feel like I'm missing out on a whole lot, or even the snacks. Yeah, so for our listeners, here's, like, a tip that we learned, right? The food, unless... So I know that Disney has some, like, very, very high-tier restaurants that are basically exclusive access that are, like, Michelin star chefs, but you no, not open to the general public. You basically have to get an invitation. And then there are a few other restaurants that are, like, kind of upper mid-tier, but they're pricey, like $60 a meal. Mm-hmm. Those ones are, I've heard, are good. We've never, we haven't eaten there yet or before. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to get the more affordable one, affordable meal options like buffets or grab-and-goes, like casual dining, it's wildly overpriced for an extremely underwhelming meal. So mm-hmm. what we like to do now, well, what we did as children was our parents would meal prep the night before, and then we'd pack everything in thermoses, put it in a cooler, and then bring it to the park. Now that we've gotten older and we have our own money to spend, we typically try to pack snacks, a lot of snacks, snacks and lunch, which to, which could include like a one fifty hot dog from Costco or like a three ninety nine chicken bake from Costco, really cheap and it's still great. Um, so we'll pack that for lunch, or maybe we'll even like make our own lunch, bring it, and then. If we don't have enough food, we'll buy a small meal for dinner at the parks. And we only, like, recently started doing that as, like, older teens slash adults. Um, mm-hmm. So for anyone on a budget, honestly, even if you have the means, I don't think it's worth it to buy unless you you choose a fine dining experience. Well, I also, if it. I also will say, like, if... You're not from the state, mm-hmm. and you don't ever plan on going to Disneyland ever again in your life, or at least, you know, in the near foreseeable future, then I would say that there's probably, like, I would just try to target, like, the iconic food items, mm-hmm. or items, or foods that are exclusive to, like, the Disney theme parks. Yeah. Um, but don't don't go out of your way to buy like a $5 water bottle like get or they have like $10 burgers or like chicken t- it's and they're really not good. they're not i mean they're like a standard 
the diner burger. Yeah. It's really not. Um, it's not anything special. Yeah. Um, and then there was a period where they didn't allow food in the parks because to encourage people to buy. Yeah. And then we talked about this one of one of our foods Our um, former like previous episodes are how we like circumvent like circum- circumvented it. Right? Yeah. So. Essentially. So I have food sensitivities. food sensitivities slash allergies, but it's not. It's not extreme, right? I have, like, food sensitivities or allergies to, like, now to, like, one food. I Like, peanuts. Yeah. Before, it was all tree nuts and eggs. Yeah. But even then, that's, like, not cause to not eat out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just tell them. Yeah. But we kind of just played it up and we're like, oh, you know, she's got a lot of food sensitivities. She can't eat a lot of stuff, so we have to make our own food. And we got away with it through that because most of the cast members or park members were like we're not going to question it and we kind of feel bad for this kid so we're yeah. going to let it go like we're not going to we're not going to ask them to pull up this kid's medical history right well if I, they've by gone law through, you can't do that anyway yeah and like if you've gone through all these lengths to pack your family your own food when most of these families are just willing to shell out the money to buy food because it's like more convenient and they don't have to lug literally lug around food the entire day around the park obvious they they i think they just assumed that it was like real you know which it was partially true but not you know yeah um and then they took that ban away probably because they assumed they were they didn't really need that money anyways regardless of whether people packed food or not because disney makes so much money but um that those are two things packing our own food and maximizing our time on the rides mm-hmm. um and i think the third thing we did that was pretty impressive because parks are extremely good at marketing right you you walk by the sweet store you can't help and see like the freaking mickey mouse caramel apples and you want to buy one it's mm-hmm. like super enticing and they have this thing where they um they like have vents like outside the stores and they pump out the scents of like the sweets shops or the mm-hmm. food shops and it's a way of getting people to buy the food or buy or the get sweets. in the door yeah yeah um which is not some something a lot of people know but they do that um so they're extremely good at marketing like super good and i think what was really impressive was that especially as kids you know you always want to buy toys right go to target you ask your parents if you can buy, like, I don't know, the LOL's doll or the Lego set or whatever. And I don't know how our parents managed it, but we never bought a single thing. And I don't even remember asking our parents if we could buy stuff. Well, I think we just had that mentality, too, of, like, we knew that we were really lucky to be there. Yeah. So... Like, to ask for more is is just really being entitled at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the only thing we ever really pushed for was those, like, ice cream sandwiches that aren't even, like, Disneyland. They're, like, fucking Blue Bunny ice cream sandwiches that you can literally buy at any vending machine in any public space. Yeah. Um, Those Those are generally the cheapest thing you can buy in the park. Like... Yeah. So it wasn't um, a big deal for them to... 
So I think like that was the only thing that we ever like, please, can we have one? Like, I think we had, I think it's, it wasn't hard for mom and dad to corral us around those situations because we were really, really well-behaved kids. Like, yes, we had our hiccups now and then, but like, we weren't those kids that are like, mom, I want it, 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 I want it. Like, well, because we were mom, I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to go anymore. Like, if our feet hurt, we just like, sh- like, we just didn't say anything and just like carried on the rest of our day. Yeah. Like, we didn't complain. We didn't really ask. Like, we just. I mean, not to make, not to not. To make us sound like we were angel children. We weren't, but I think... But I think we were very good at... I think our parents just impressed... Like, they were just very good at checking our behavior. Like, Mm -hmm. we had very, very strict enforcement on our behavior. Mm -hmm. Inside and outside of those situations all the time. Um, And I think we were already used to not asking for toys... Well, I, I don't think it. It wasn't necessarily like we asked for toys and then mom and dad are like, "Oh, you, you know, we're gonna correct that behavior." It yeah. was just like because I don't ever really remember asking for toys even at a young age. I mean, aside from like Christmas. But, I mean, aside yeah. from like Christmas, but I don't ever remember like asking for anything specific, um, yeah. throughout the year or even being like. Like, I work with kids. Our, my kids are already... Plan- the kids I work with, not my... I don't have my own children. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the kids I work with are already planning what they want to ask for Christmas next year. And yeah. it's freaking January 6th. Like, you got a whole 12 months to wait, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't ever remember having that mentality of, like, I want this toy, this toy, this toy. And they just... And, like, to top the cake, like, I love my kids... Um, but they're like, they just got brand new toys again today mm-hmm. and they're already like, they're still asking for more. And that just like blew my, and I didn't blow my mind, but it kind of, de- I definitely had a little bit of a shock mm-hmm. because the way that that family expresses love is so different from the way that like expresses and shows love is very different from the way that like mom and dad expressed and showed their love yeah but i also have to remember that like my family their econ like their um well i can't i think their financial circumstances are a little bit more favorable to the financial circumstances that like mom and dad had um so i can't like make direct parallels but i i still like don't really recall ever wanting to ask for a lot because I just kept thinking like what I have is enough and I think that was our mentality even being at Disneyland like yes mom and dad also checked our behavior too like that also aided but I just feel like our mentality was like what we have is enough well I think also a big part of it is even now mom is um there's a lot of things mom is against excess or what she thinks is excess right um like eating out or you know all that stuff that requires money that she feels like she could do herself she's just Mm -hmm. like why would you put money out for that and i think for us i don't know that we adopted that mentality but we understood it 
So it was like... We were really good at discriminating want versus need. Yeah. So at a I very think, young age. I think for us, it was like, okay, I don't need a new Barbie or Bratz doll, or I don't need this Lego set, so I'm not going to ask for it. Yeah. Or, like, and then tying this back to, like, the theme parks, like, I don't need this Mickey ears. Or, I don't like, need I this don't bubble need, wand. <laughs> I don't need this bubble wand. Like, yes, I kind of want it, but, like... I don't need it, therefore, like, if I don't need it, if I don't have it, I'm not going to be, like, devastated. Like, I'm not going to be unhappy, whereas, like, I feel like there are kids today where they haven't been able to discriminate, well, need versus want, even, like, later into their years, you know? Yeah. Um... Not to say that you shouldn't get the things you want because of that, you know? No, Yeah, I I, I think I, what I just want to, like, emphasize is that Disneyland was the biggest want out of anything that could have been in that park. Just, like, being there was already the biggest want that we could have. Yeah. And, so, and therefore, anything else that we asked for was such a minuscule want in comparison to being present at the park. Yeah. So, and like, I- why ask for more? And that's not to say that, like, we obviously didn't want the stuff we saw. Like, we did, but it was just private, you know? And yeah, we, like... And we never felt it strong enough or desired it strongly enough or felt like we needed it because we didn't. We felt we didn't feel like we needed it, but we never had that strong of a desire to end up begging our parents the way, like... Yeah, we didn't... We just didn't beg our parents in any way to bias anything except for the ice cream sandwiches which like but that- even that it was like we had to like really <laughs> hype ourselves up yeah to ask like okay you ask or like no you, you ask, ask. Or, like, okay we'll all we ask were, together or we were, like waiting for like the perfect moment to ask like if we at like we have to ask as we're walking towards the ice cream cart. Yeah, yeah. Not when we're like at a separate ride on the opposite end of the park. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah. Like we were. You we were know. strategic. St- strategic. And even then, it. when we asked, like sometimes mom and dad would be like, "No," and we're like, "Okay, that's like, fine." We asked and we tried. Yeah, it's it was okay. never. And I mean, I think a lot of it. A lot of this makes us sound like we're self-congratulating, but I, and I always hesitant to self-congratulate and I have asked mom before because I'm like, maybe I'm just, you always want to think the best of yourself. So I always mm-hmm. ask mom, like, did we ever have those moments where we begged you? Did we ever have those moments where we tantrumed? She's like, no, never, never tantrumed in public, even at home. Like, of course you would cry and stuff, but you never, I've never seen any of you have a massive meltdown. Or even, like, a pouty moment in public where mm. people would, you know, stop and stare. Like, you were all generally well-behaved kids. Yeah. Anyways, like, moving past that. Um, yeah, we didn't even buy, like, cotton candy. We didn't buy popcorn. Even the bags of popcorn, like... We, we basically really... didn't buy anything anything inside the park. The only thing we bought park-related was the ticket slash passport itself. Yeah. That's the yeah. only thing, like, we ever really... I think the only thing mom would potentially put up money for, if she had it, was the pictures that they would take. Like, the pictures that they would offer to take mm. at the front of the park. But even then, mom but and dad, like... They, w- they oh. never desired it, but I think... I'm saying if she had the extra money, like, if she mm. had the money and she, like, was comfortable financially, she would maybe shell out money to, to do... One, get one of the pictures at the front of the park with, like, the mm, like a professional one yeah. yeah 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 um 
But yeah, all that to say that now as adults, it's funny because we still struggle with relaxing when we go to theme parks. Just, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a lot of it is like our financial circumstances are slightly better because all of us kids are older. We can work now. We can support the family in other ways. Yeah. But I think having grown up that way and having that cognition, not to say that we're like cheapskates or we never want to shell out money. Because I would say that like you're a very generous person. You're always willing to dish out money and like buy stuff for people and stuff. But I think when it comes for ourselves, it's a little bit harder. Mm. Um, and I think for us, going to theme parks is still a treat because now we're older and now we have less time. So when we get to go to theme parks, it's like this big nostalgic thing that we really loved as children and have all of these really great memories of. Um and we still have that mindset of needing to maximize it. Well, and, and I still think, like, in certain, in certain circumstances, it applies. Like, we, our livings, I mean, we still live with our family. Yeah. And so it's not like, you know, hey, let's just hop in the car after work and go. Like, by the time we get up there, the park is maybe open for one more hour and then close, you mm-hmm. know? So I still think that in some in some cases, like especially when we finally went back as like adults, we're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We just for just for clarification, there was like a pretty long period where we didn't go. Like a. I think all of. Heist. Yeah. School. Essentially, yeah. Um. And so when we finally went as adults. We were like, oh my gosh, we haven't been here. Also, like, we commuted. All, like, we have to make sure that we fit everything. Like, and it's still usually every time we go because we're like, oh, we don't know when we're going to be here again. So we have to get every experience that we can experience possible. Yeah. And especially because we're paying for it. Like, it's coming out of our pocket. So we have to make sure that every dollar spent is worth it. Especially now that, like, the park's now are well the u.s parks Mm -hmm. are extremely crowded like and extremely expensive extremely crowded extremely expensive and even then when we're buying tickets we're like trying to find the best deal possible we're not going in the summer we're not going during holiday we're going during quote off season which isn't even off season because it's still it's busy it's still at maximum capacity because of global tourism now and also, like, locals that have pass holders and can go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going through, like, the, the off-seasons of, like, January through March or maybe April. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're still trying to find, like, the best time to go and, like, the best deals for tickets. Um, and so in some, in some instances, like, it makes sense. Like, honestly, I don't ever want to park... At a theme park designated parking lot. Yeah. Like paying twenty dollars to or like twenty-five now yeah. to park there is such an in, like for anyone who is like in California, just a, a tip. And like obviously if you're not like a, a pass holder and you have like the free parking passes to the, the parking lot, like they designated Disney park parking spots, parking lots. Um 
park at the what's it called? Anaheim train station. There's like a no. Okay, park at the Arctic bus station. It's uh-huh. 24 hour free parking. I don't know if it's changed now, but I highly doubt it has. It's 24 hour free parking. They do have buses that shuttle you like to and from the park. Um for like 350 one way. But honestly, like I think if you really want to cut time because okay, think about it. You get to a Disney parking lot you pay $25 and then you're in this long line of cars to get to your designated parking spot. And then you have to wait in another line to get on the tram. Unless you park in one of the lots closer to downtown. Where you can walk, right? But sometimes they don't give you the option of where you can park. Right. Or sometimes like when you drive, like I still get confused with the directions to the the different parking lots because they're not, they're spread out. Yeah. Um, but like, then you have to wait on a tram and then get to, and then depending on like which parking lot you're at, then you have to wait in line for a security checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Like you're waiting on three lines before you're even at the line to get into mm. the park. Right. Um, but then, okay. If you go to the Arctic station, Literally order an Uber or Lyft. And if you're going with a group of people, it's even better. If you order an Uber or Lyft to Disneyland Park, it's $6 one way. If you're in a car with five people and you split that five ways, you're paying like a dollar a person. Mm -hmm. And it takes you right to the park. Like right, right to the park. Because there's now a designated drop-off for Uber, Lyft, like taxi um, and then you go straight to security checkpoint and you go right in. It is so smooth. And then when you get home, you don't have to wait in that stupid line for mm-hmm. the tram to get back to the parking lot. Because that line at the end of the day is long and you're tired, your feet hurt, everyone else around you is cranky and tired. The magic of Disney is it's now gone, gone. and everyone. every family with kids under 10 are tantruming whining, upset. Because they're tired. Or passed out. And then you have all these people competing with you and trying to cut you in line to get on the tram. Skip all that drama. Mm -hmm. Take the lift to the Arctic Station where there's no... You just pull up, get in your car, and leave. It is magical. Like, I Mm -hmm. will never... Unless, like, I have free parking at the parking lots i honestly don't think i'll ever park in that parking in those disney parking disney and friends parking lots ever again it is just way like when i'm tired i just want to get in my car and go home right like i don't want to have to wait in multiple lines to remind me how tired i am yeah and i mean that makes it sound like big babies but think about the fact that you're walking like walking 10 12 hours a day Mm -hmm. And the lines, if it's a busy day, which it usually is, most of the rides can get up to an hour wait in line. That's like the minimum these yeah. days. Now it's like two 75 hour, minutes. Two hour wait lines. That's like the normal. Some of the rides are like, the, the less popular ones can be shorter, like half hour, 20 minutes, but. You're, you're on your, and honestly, I wouldn't even mind waiting for the tra- the tram, the long wait, if. If the people were, if the people were nice, mm-hmm. but the fact that 
everyone is cranky. cranky. It just makes you, even if you're trying to be like, let's be positive and let's like, let's just ignore everyone. You have people like nudging you, you jostling you, jostling you, and then you have people literally trying to cut you and li- that. And it's not just like one person. It's like one person and their family of ten mm-hmm. are trying to cut in line. And it's not, and the trams don't come like very, very quickly. It's usually like a ten-minute wait between trams. Yeah. At minimum, ten-minute wait between trams. So. And that doesn't mean you're gonna get on the tram in the next ten minutes. It means that if you're at the back of the line, you could be waiting thirty minutes for the tram that you get on. Because then, by the, you, there probably is so many people that by the you won't get on until tram number five. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's when you're finally at the front of the line. No one else is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right, like. Even if there are five people in front of you, somehow you're still waiting two trams later. Yep. You, I know now that I'm not getting a spot on that tram in time, literally at the front of that yellow line. Yep. Like, I'm right at that yellow line. I'm the, everyone else is behind me. Yeah. That's when I know I'm getting on the tram. Um, so for anyone that, like, wants to go, that's just, like, a little, and think about it, like, I didn't even talk about the money part. If you've gone with a, a car of five people, you've literally paid two dollars for parking. Mm-hmm. Not even versus twenty five. Not even for parking for transportation because you don't pay at you don't pay to park at the Arctic Station. I mean, and so, but technically, if you paid to get there, you've paid two dollars to park your car, and you don't have to wait in line. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to once you get there, you have to do the security checkpoint. Which but doesn't take that long. That's like the fastest like line of minutes. all the lines. The tram lines are the worst. Like. Yeah. So, just, like, a pro tip. But besides the point, like, when, I don't know, like, there are sometimes, some instances where I think, like, being really efficient works. Yeah. But then there are other... But I will say that, like, the last time we went, I was like, I don't even get to really enjoy the park. Like, the, the park is beautifully designed. Like, I think anyone who's gone to a U.S. theme park... Or U.S. Disney theme park, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But at like the last couple times we've gone as adults, we're just so focused on getting on the rides and like trying to like finagle our way through the fast pass stuff so yeah. that we can get to the front of the line. That like I didn't really enjoy the scenery or like the beautiful what they call like engineering what disney calls imagineering of the park like it's beautiful um and i think when i've gone with other people which i think i only went once i i think they were trying to get me to do that i think they were trying to get me to enjoy the park yeah trying to emphasize that you can relax like it's okay to relax it's okay to just take your time and enjoy but because of the way that we were primed to approach theme parks, I ended up being super cranky because I was like, I'm not maximizing my time here. Everybody's wasting like my we time. Could, yeah, like I could have been on five rides by now, but you people wanted to mess around and just do nothing. And, you know, we're like five yeah. hours in and we've only gone on one ride. And like, it didn't help that the people that I had gone with all came from families that were socioeconomically way better off than I was. Mm-hmm. So when they were taking their time and telling me to relax and chill out, and it's not a big deal, I was getting even more angry because you're wasting my time. I could have been on five rides by now. 
And you're telling me it's not a big deal when this is a big deal for me because I don't like I've gotten to do this before, but this is like every time I go, it's the same routine where it's a really big treat for me to go. So don't mm-hmm. tell me to relax, right? Yeah. And I think even as adults, like we've been pretty selective about who we go with. Like we only go with each other, each other, like I mean, our they're... siblings, because we all have the same approach. Yeah. And then maybe we'll invite like a like our sister's boyfriend or whatever, but. Um, he's so easygoing that he's like, fine if we, you know. Yeah. Um, so we still have the same approach. And anytime I tell people about my approach to the park, like people who have gone to the same, those same Disney parks, they're like, you're, they always tell me, yeah, I have the same approach. But then I tell them about our strategy and they're like, you are actually not right in the head. (laughs) What the hell? And so I think the last, the very last time I went which was 2019, maybe. Yeah, that's right. 2019. We actually happened to get in for free because you know somebody who works in the parks. My my friend's a cast member, and he had, like, leftover comp tickets, complimentary tickets. Yeah. Um, and he was like, hey, I, like, I, I just asked because I was like, you, you know, why not ask? Yeah. Um, and he was just like, yeah, I'll totally, yeah, just here, here are the tickets. My family have all gone. Everyone who I've wanted to get tickets to, they all have had tickets. Yeah, of course. Here you go. Um, and okay. So just for context, we, we usually like to go right at opening or like an hour before opening we want to get there at the beginning of the day and then get stay as late as we possibly can it's usually around like 9 30 because we usually dip when it's time for the fireworks yeah, yeah so but this time around when we went we had to go to this guy's house to pick up the tickets mm-hmm. and and we already had a late start yeah we were just like you know we're getting in for free like it's let's, try let's, to let's let's just be relaxed about it well we claimed we were trying to be relaxed but we got to his house, and we didn't realize that he had worked a, a late he, shift. He had worked a night shift. Yeah. So he was, like, still in bed when we got to his house, and he was taking forever to come down. And I was getting increasingly frustrated. I was Because I was like, angry. dude, it's, like, 1030. Like, we're already super late. I mean, I wasn't, like, yelling, but internally, it's, like, it's already 1030. We're, we're super really late. late. Yeah. We're going to miss out on, on all the rides we want to go on. And so he finally comes down. And then offers to come into the park with us because that way we get free parking. So get to the park, get free parking. We're in line for the trams. It's taking forever. I'm getting increasingly like, it's almost 11. Dude, but I think by the time we got inside the park, it was like 1130. And we had been in the area for like two hours already. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like 1130. Uh, We were getting increasingly angry. Or not angry, but like stressed because it was already no, late. No, I would say angry. Yeah. I was pretty angry. We were angry. We claimed that we wanted to be relaxed, but we were not relaxed. Even though we got in the park for free, even though we didn't have to pay for parking. So we were getting pretty angry. And then on top of that, it was a really busy day. It so was really all busy. the lines, all the lines were really long. And the fast pass, even the fast passes, like the time frame for the fast passes was like two hours or like an hour from when we would like actually we were get off, it. We were off the fast pass. Like we were off of our regular fast pass yeah. schedule. 
Yeah. So we were getting increasingly frustrated. And then at one point, like, we were still, we were claiming that we were going to be relaxed, but we were still trying to max maximize, like, internally and secretly, subconsciously, we were still trying to maximize. And at one point, we had brought tequila. We had brought a <laughs> flask of tequila, or, like, a hydro flask of tequila. And I think for me, at one point, after having drank a couple of, I wasn't drunk, I wasn't, like, tipsy or anything, but I was relaxed enough to be like, you know what? Fine. I don't care anymore. You know, like if I say I'm going to be relaxed, I'm going to be relaxed. So then like, even though I think the first couple hours we were desperately trying to like, we were tense. Yeah. We were tense and trying to like catch up on our ride schedule. We kind of just let it go. And that ended up being one of the best Disneyland trips, even though we didn't get to go on all the rides we wanted to go on. And we actually ended up spending kind of a lot of money. Like, I don't want to say we blew a lot, a lot of money, but we spent way more money than we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. It ended up being one of the best trips because we were, I mean, towards the later half. Yeah. Like the first half we when were When we tense. let go, we yeah. really actually enjoyed, enjoyed ourselves. It. And we didn't even go on that. Like, I was honestly, like, tempted to stay till closing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't because it was just getting late and, like, mom was getting anxious that we were there late. Yeah. Um... But we were, like, spending money on stuff we wouldn't I th- normally spend on. Like, I think we bought food more food than we normally would. We were about to make reservations, but then we didn't. We were, like, such noobs about it because by the time we're like, hey, let's go to, like, a, a dining a fine restaurant. Dining for the there, first time. And, like, all the restaurants are, like, well, on the app, they're like, uh, reservations for these restaurants closed, like, four hours ago. And yeah. And we're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. So, like, again, for context, usually we pack our own lunch, and then we buy, like, a casual dining dinner or something. Yeah, like but a this fast time, go. This time, we're like, well, since our whole schedule is off and we're actually tr- just enjoying ourselves, let's go to a fine dining place. Like, one that has really good ratings. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, um, you're supposed to make reservations for this place. But like, so. a long, long time ago. Like, it closed four hours ago. Yeah. But we <laughs> We ended up buying like food more food than we normally would and then we ended up buying drinks like i would never i would usually never buy drinks at disneyland but we actually sat we didn't buy at disneyland we got it at california adventures for anyone that like understands yeah what you can't it's it's a whole thing but we ended up and it wasn't even just like a drink from the stand like we actually sat which we would normally never do because we're so on the move all the time to go on rides and stuff. We sat at a we, bar. Yeah, we sat at like an actual nice lounge and just a relaxed. Bar lounge, yeah. And, and drank relaxed. flights. Like it was nice. Yeah. So all that to say that I think what you were saying before is pretty apt. Like there's instances where efficiency still like I still think we should be efficient about the like the end, like the end of that night like we had such a great night mm-hmm. and then we were immediately <laughs> mad again because we waited I kid you not an hour yeah. to get on a tram yeah um yeah we that were. was just awful like at that I think after that night I'm like I don't care yeah. I'm going to park at Arctic and I'm gonna pay the six dollars because it's like even if I went by myself and I paid the six dollars either way, it's still half the price it's of still parking. Only Twelve dollars. It's half the price of parking at a Disneyland parking lot without dealing with all of that waiting mess. Yeah. But anyway, like yeah, we were in great moods, and then yeah, of course we like get to the tram lines, and all of the relaxation from the alcohol just imme- immediately evaporated. And you have to understand, like, 
when people get cranky, it's not just them grumbling. It's like, I, I distinctly remember there was this young girl behind me and I get it. Like she's young. It was a very hot, crowded day. Hot, all yeah. the lines, like, I don't know what it was about that day in particular, but it felt like all the lines, I don't know if it was because our schedules were off and we were tense. The lines just felt way longer than normal. It felt even more crowded than normal. So this, I remember like it's late at night. We're waiting for the trams and this like, there's this family behind us. Um, and it's like, I don't know, I think a couple of uncles, like a dad and a mom and a kid. And the little kid is behind us and she's saying, I hate this. I don't want to ever come back here. I don't want to stand in line for two hours. Like not Two exactly. hours for like a five minute ride. I'm like, honestly, she was like, you're not wrong. She was like, I hate it here. Like, I don't, I, you could tell that they came from a different place too. And like, they were they're staying, not locals. I think they were staying at like a hotel nearby. Yeah, because I think it was supposed to be a multi-day trip because she was saying, I don't want to come back here tomorrow. I'm going to stay at the hotel. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to come back here tomorrow. All the lines are way too long. I was like, and then like people in front of us were jostling each other and even the parents were like grumbling and like complaining and I think there was one guy that was like dude how long is it gonna take for the trams to come I was like oh my god it was just like but yeah I think like I with anything in life there needs to be a fine balance efficiency like I still believe that there's stuff that you should honestly not waste your money on at the park right like I am not gonna buy a burger for ten dollars that's not even good as a five dollar burger from In and Out or like no so not even honestly, a five dollar burger. Honestly, I like I honestly might just buy In and Out burgers yeah. and then go inside the park and just like it's and just enjoy my burger. Yeah, that well, I paid five dollars for. Actually, it's not. I don't even think it's five. It's, it's like, like three fifty. It's three fifty, and then like, like six around six dollars for, for an entire meal, meal like honestly, a milkshake. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah. I still think there's stuff that it's not, even though the last trip relaxed us, I'm still pretty firm in that there's still things that like, if somebody asked me to shell out money for at the parks, I wouldn't, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy, yeah, again, a $10 burger that's super underwhelming, but I'm way more open to sitting at a fine dining place. And mm-hmm. even though I will pay like $60 for a meal, I'm willing to because I had such a great time last time and I realized that like, it's okay yeah. Like, the stakes I, aren't as high anymore. Well, and I also think that we get to enjoy the park in a different way. Yeah. Like, I, I... I don't think I... I've never felt that type of enjoyment before. Because our previous definition of enjoying the parks was going on every... Like, the number of rides we've gone in the shortest amount of hours. Mm-hmm. If we've gone on all the rides. Whereas, like... The last time we went, mm-hmm. we were just simply enjoying just being there. Like, I had such a good time just drinking at that bar lounge and just looking out onto the courtyard. Like, that was beautiful. Like, I was like, why didn't I do this before? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not going to spend my whole time just, like, sitting on a bench and, like, sipping a tea or an alcoholic drink and just watching the people go by. Like, of course I'm still going to go on my rides. But, like, I enjoyed it way more. Like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I think it was a different... And I think for us, too, as we get older, I think a commonality for us is that I've noticed the older we've gotten is that we just... 
are tired. Like, we want to relax. That's why, like, on our days off, we rarely go. I mean, we should go outside, but we just, like, stay inside and, like, just chill out. And I think the older we get that type of relaxation and enjoyment and, you know, just experience is more enticing to us than being frenziful and, like, trying to, you know, we don't have that type of energy and adrenaline anymore, so... Yeah, like sometimes maximizing efficiency comes at a cost, mm-hmm. right? Like I think what we didn't realize is that we didn't we didn't find our balance. Yeah, like we just thought that that was the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, and I mean, even the last couple times prior to that, like the that very just, last trip. Yeah, we like. I remember we were just like, whoa, we just went on all the rides we wanted to go on. And it's like... It's like five o'clock. No, it's not even four. Yeah. Like, what are we supposed to do for the next five, six hours? Yeah. Like, go on them again? Yeah. Like, now what? Like, we could really go on this rides that we really love two, three times. I also want to mention that, like, we don't have the same desire to go on, like, some really high ticket items. Mm-hmm. that have the longest lines like Space Mountain was never really I don't know about our other sister but like I know for you and I we I honestly we don't really care less for Space Mountain and or I like know, Splash Mountain and, I, yeah. and Splash Mountain like I know a lot of people are gonna get mad or a lot of theme park lovers or Disneyland lovers are gonna get mad when I say that but we also like never went on them growing up because or any of the roller coasters growing up because mom was afraid that it was gonna ruin our spine I mean but even we, then like I feel like I'm not getting anything special out of Space Mountain. Do you know what I mean? Well, and I also, maybe it's also because I have, like, motion sickness. Yeah. So, I, like, whenever I go in Space Mountain, I do not feel good. I know it's not a fast ride. Like, none of the actual roller coasters, aside from, um, what's it called, Incredicoaster, uh-huh. are actually that fast. Yeah. But I just don't feel good. Like, the fact that it's dark and I can't see where the roller coaster is going actually makes my motion sickness way more intense because mm-hmm. I need the visual cues to realign my balance or to like help me figure out or like or help your, me help manage brain. help yeah. my help me manage my mo- motion sickness as I'm experiencing it. But because it's pitch black and dark, I cannot manage it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I like diverge there. But I don't know. Like it's we were supposed to talk about like theme park hacks and I don't really think about I don't really think that we talked about it I think we just ended up like dissecting I mean how we enjoy our parks but there's a few hacks in there there embedded in rants and storytelling but yeah yeah I'm just ready to go back the main thing is that um there's always a balance and if you are one of those families that was kind of like our family where it is your really big treat you know there's hopefully a couple of hacks in there that you can use. Maybe you already know about them, but hopefully there's stuff in there that is helpful because we know that it's a very special experience. It's an extremely special experience. Um, and if you are a family that is a little bit more financially well off or stable then like, or if you are one of those kids that was kind of like us that grew up in that background and now you kind of have more means to enjoy yourself then we would emphasize to enjoy yourself because that might we might sound like one of those people that's like relax but really we're telling you as people who did not know how to relax we learned how to relax and we actually had a great time so there's a balance but um maybe we will 
actually address hacks in another <laughs> episode because there's other places that we've been to that we've learned hacks yeah. for. But um, I think that does it for this episode. So if you have any comments about this episode, if you have any of your own little hacks you want to share or stuff you've learned about your mom in theme parks or any stories about your mom not related to this, you can go ahead to our subreddit, Things Learned From Mama. No shorthand, Mama is spelled M-A-M-A. Um, and if you want your story shared or your post shared, please let us know. If you don't, that's fine. But let us know too because we don't want to share anything without your consent. Do you want to talk about who provided the music? Yes, yeah, so our music was created and provided by Jay Anua. The link to his platforms will be listed in the episode description. And the art cover was provided by my friend Jen. You can find her on Instagram at jendoodler.com. Her handle will also be in the description below. Um, we just want to emphasize that right now it's a really scary time. Vaccines are out, but it seems like, I don't know, like it's so disorganized. At least in the States. In the States. It's so disorganized. All of these are vaccines are like expiring. So just because a vaccine is out or just because you want to go out, the pandemic is not over. Just stay safe. Yeah, just stay friends. safe, please. Like, we're just social distant. Like, we're so close to the home stretch. Yeah. Don't mess it up. Like, if you want to actually have a summer, please. Like, please. True. If you want to actually have a summer this time around, please. But um, we can't, you know, control what you do. But please stay safe. Please stay healthy. And here's hoping 2021 is a little better. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in the next episode.